Hello, listeners. Uh, I hope that you've finished The Last of Us 2. Um, don't be lured in uh, and be and do be warned that there's going to be extreme spoilers. Uh, I am Josh Wise, a.k.a. Joshy Wise, regular host, uh, joined by Rich Walker, a.k.a. Richmond Walker, who Hello. you, who yeah, you that, recognise that, from the pod. That, that's your uh, name you've given to me, I see. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I quite like it. What do you think of it? I don't know if I'm keen or not. Oh, well, it's a t- bit bit late to speak up now, because I think <laughs> it's sort of cemented in the listeners' minds. Well, it's harmless. It's, it's harmless, yeah. It's not as bad as Rismondo. No, that's which I just was, offensive. I was trying to push that last week. Uh, we are also joined by uh, once in a while, once in a blue moon guest, Dan Webb, a.k.a. the Webster, a.k.a. the man from upstairs. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad, mate. How are you? Uh, very well, very well. Uh, Wonderful. We have all finished The Last of Us Part 2. Multiple times? I think, yeah, you guys, I've only finished it the one time. You've both done New Game Plus, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I've got a loose structure. We've got some questions from the listeners, um, but I'm going to kick things off. I suggest we do like a... Me, Rich, Dan, or me, Dan, Rich, and we kind of go round in a circle so we can kind of each get our, chuck our pennies in, if that makes sense. Um, It does, mate, it does. But I will begin with a simple one. Initial thoughts, initial impressions. Is it as good as the first game? Did you like it? What do you think overall? I'll begin uh, by saying it's a really, really, really good game. Um... Whether or not it's as good as the first game's a super difficult question to 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 answer, and it doesn't doesn't really make much sense. It doesn't. I guess it doesn't. For me, it doesn't have like the impact of the first game overall. I think often when you have like a first game in a series, like I don't know, like a Bioshock or something, it's tough to get that sense of this came out of nowhere and and it's it looks it, you know it's it's amazing. With this, it's it it did blow me away, but in 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 like in different ways. Um, I think it's probably one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really amazing art style. It's got <clears throat> some of the best performances, both performance capture and voice acting in a game for a very long time. Um, it's automatically up there on the all-time list for just sort of performance and drama, I'd say. Yeah. Um, it's not a perfect game. I, I, do have, I do have problems with it, but they sort of, on the whole, I think they... they they don't pale in comparison to how much I enjoyed it, but but on the whole, I came away thinking that's one of the most ambitious sequels I think I've ever played. It's the, it's the, it's the definition of like a risky sequel. I think they they Naughty Dog were were willing to chuck an awful lot out and take a lot of risks, uh, most of which I think paid off. Yeah, they don't tend to do that for the most part, right? I, I'd like to say that Uncharted plays it a little bit safe. Yep, uh, this was just. The opposite of safe. Uh, this, this was unsafe, mate. Unsafe. Mm. It was. Well, it was. As, as we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, what about you guys? Let's go me, Dan Rich. So Dan, uh, initial thoughts. How does it stack up to the first one? Good and bad? How are you feeling? I, I, yeah, well, considering the first one, what, was it seven years ago? 
It was, yes, wasn't it? 2013 originally, and then 2014 for the remaster. I think as a game, in terms of scope, uh, in terms of narrative, I think it's it's infinitely better than the first one. Mm. But I feel like we gravitate to the first one for different reasons than we do the second one. Mm. But the, the first one was this this story of kind of this togetherness and these two building a relationship out of nowhere. Mm. Whereas the second one is just pure like revenge and violence and just the the circle of revenge and just trying to break that that cycle. Yes, like, completely different flavour. One was a little kind of wholesome the, about this relationship blossoming and then. The, the second one, part two, is about it falling apart. So I think yes. people are obviously going to look at the first one and go, oh, the first one was so much better than the second one. But that's <laughs> just because they've got something positive to take away. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Although we should also remember the ending of the first game because it's, it's anything but positive. I, would, I, I don't know. I feel like it was a cop-out a little bit, if, you, if I want to be perfectly honest. I would, well, with the first game? Yeah, because the oh, first yeah. game, like it was the happy ending for those two, right? Oh, I felt a lot more. I mean, I suppose in a sense, I know what you mean, but I the, also their relationship felt like continued. Was, yeah, but it's, but it's completely it really... selfishly motivated, isn't it? Yeah, that and that's, that's the only negative angle, right? Well, mm. I think there's a, there is another negative angle, and I think it was. Uh, I, I was saying this the other day. I think uh, it was on PlayStation Three originally, and I think that was like the first generation of like home consoles. Uh, with which any developer could be confident enough to to communicate something just with facial animation. Yeah, and I think if, if you look at Ellie's face at the end of the first game, that is anything but a happy ending. She, I mean, in my mind, she just doesn't believe what Joel's saying. You know, she yeah. says, okay, and just sort of looks at him. But you know that she knows he's lying. I, yeah. For me, that ending's beautiful because it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's ambiguous, sure, but it's also, I would argue, anything but happy. However, well, I know exactly what you mean, because playing The Last of Us Part Two, <laughs> it made me nostalgic for those days, which are comparatively happy exactly. compared I mean, to lots of the stuff that happens. Let's be honest. In a game where everybody is dying and there's the world's oh, yeah. been gone to shit, yes. that was a relatively happy ending in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, what was going to be the... The only way that they could have been even happier was if like, yeah. they were like, oh yeah, we could just, you know, take a little bit of your DNA from your hair, we yeah, can get yeah. a cure, <laughs> and we can save the world. Like, yeah. Clearly that was never going to happen. And it was For always sure. going to be this choice of Ellie or the world. Yeah. But, um, so because and Joel could have died as well. He came very close to dying. He got yeah. impaled on a spike, didn't he? True. But I feel um, like because we, do, we cared more about Joel and Ellie in the first game, we really didn't care about the world so much. So we were like, who cares about the humans? Let Ellie live. Yeah, it, it, it foregrounded like that central relationship yeah. at the expense of other things. Yeah, I do know what you mean, actually. I do know what you mean. And I also think, um, in some ways, uh, the sequel uh, suffers a little bit from that. But I suppose we'll get to that later because I've, well, I've got little sections. Rich, let's get your sort of overall... Um, overall take you know how does it stack up what 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 yeah. are your thoughts especially now it's it's been like a couple of weeks it's sort of settled a bit a bit in your mind yeah yeah well i mean i obviously loved it mm-hmm. um by the end of it i felt exhausted but also um hmm. you know I, I really loved it i mean it was a tall order making a sequel and part mm. of me felt like you know the first game was so perfect. good mm. so perfect in a way yeah that i i didn't know how they'd managed to top it but I think Naughty Dog have done it. I think they mm. have topped the first game for me. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And it's far darker, far bleaker. Mm. 
But, mm. um, you know, that was to be expected, you know. There was going to be fallout from Joel's actions and the mm. fact that some people, you know, couldn't see that <laughs> that coming. <laughs> it's like, well, come on, you think he was just yes. going to get away scot-free, really? Yeah. Is this the consequence of being in a, a post-Game of Thrones world? <laughs> yeah, maybe. That, yeah. Because, like, if you go back, obviously... Like if I go back to when I was kind of growing up, twenty-four, they just killed characters left, right, and centre. Mm. But then, yeah, like we didn't really have that until Game of Thrones came back around. And I do, and also, I would also point to uh, Spooks on the BBC it was brilliant. It was so ruthless with just killing people off. It was excellent. And I think that's what um, people have an issue over, isn't it? More than anything. Yeah, I think it's funny with the last because I mean, even the first game was very clever in its sort of. Um, you 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 did believe that people could die so like you know henry died sam died tess died you know so many people died in the first i think I, you're you're absolutely right when i played uh, last of us part 2 it did have that sort of game of thrones flavor where i thought to myself no one's safe here yeah, and they are sure. like when for instance uh, jesse dies just gets shot bluntly in the face just out of absolutely nowhere um mm-hmm. it's just like bam there's a character gone and it it, it, it what I think what Naughty Dog has with this game, which I would argue is 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 rare in in the games industry as a whole, is just uh, shocking violence. Yeah, violence yeah. that really shakes you, where you think, Jesus, that's horrible. I don't want to. And actually, that so that brings me nicely into um, into I guess the first big deal. Uh, Joel's dead. Is it? Mm-hmm. Jesus, man. <laughs> I hate oh, to break spoilers. it. The spoiler yeah, cast has spoilers in it, Josh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, he's he's dead. He is brown bread. Uh, and he dies in the first couple of hours. There's a sort of lengthy opening section when you're in Jackson. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we see Joel killed at the hands of Abby. Uh, and I'll just yep. la- lay bare the game's other big secret. Um and, and and maybe what makes it so ambitious because I can't point to many games that do this uh, but half of the game uh, is you, you play as Abby who is the, the character she belongs to the, the Washington Liberation Front which is a sort of militia uh, based in Seattle and she her father was the lead doctor scientist for the Fireflies at the end of the first game uh, whom Joel killed and so Abby is out for revenge <clears throat> Uh, and you play as half the game as Abby, which is quite mad, uh, madly ambitious. Um, I'm sure it works for some, doesn't work for others, but we'll get into that. But first of all, what did you guys make of Joel's death? So initial reaction, I'll, I guess I'll get the ball rolling. Um, shocked when it, I'm, first of all, I should say I managed to avoid the spoilers. There was a lot of leaks in April. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I managed to steer clear of those. So it, it was a complete shock. Um, and it was it was horrible. It was it was one of the worst. It, it, I felt the same way as when Oberon died in Game of Thrones. Yeah, um, sure. Where it felt really good, and he was like winning the fight against the mountain, and then it just went horribly. And you really liked Oberon as well. It felt like that. Like the violence had that punch in the gut, suck the air out of you. Mm. Like oh god, this is so horrible. And You've already spent, uh, you know, 15 hours. The first game's about 15 hours long with Joel. You know, we know these characters, so it's a, it's a real Jesus Christ. And at the beginning of the game, I was super angry. I, I totally was that's, on Ellie's side. That's the thing. You're um, you're totally with Ellie. You're like, I want to <clears throat> kill all these people because she's being pinned down, isn't she? Going, I'm going to kill you all. Yeah. And you're like, yes, yes, I'm going to yeah, fucking kill absolutely. you all. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And I that, was that's why I feel like 
putting you in Abby's shoes later on is actually a master stroke and it's what's great about the game is that you actually mm. come to really sympathise with Abby possibly mm. I think more than Ellie I felt like mm. by the end Abby had lost so much more than Ellie and her story was more tragic I felt oh wow that's really interesting yeah. uh, Dan how, how did you feel first of all I guess about Joel um, <clears throat> and then and then sort of a little bit about Abby like, you well, know, empathising with her I feel like and I hate to say this, I feel like one of them had to go to kick off the game. Mm. Because if you remember... One of them meaning jo- Joel or Ellie had to yeah, die. Sort of yeah, yeah, for sure. Because otherwise, how would that even set up the game? Like, it's meant to be this revenge story, and it's like, oh, yeah, you, you did what? The sleight of hand that Naughty Dog kind of did with mm. that was that they gave the, the impression trailers. it was Dina that you were yeah. fighting oh, for. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. they See, did. I, I and didn't also watch any they, of the trailers, really. Yeah, I mean, they they splice together um, so that there's a moment in the game where um, uh, there's a little surprise when you're playing as Ellie and and Jesse surprises you. It's when you first, you know, you're out in Seattle. Oh, the hand over uh, the face. The hand over the face, and but the trailers were edited to make us think that that was Joel, because um, okay. it then it then cut to a line where where Joel said, uh, "You think I'd let you do this on your own." Uh, so oh, okay. there, there was a sort of a bit of a sleight of hand, as Rich says in 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 the trailer. So if you if you managed to steer clear of the spoilers, but you did watch some of the trailers, it was uh, teed up. Uh, mm-hmm. Dark pun intended. Yeah, I didn't watch um, them all because I was like, I'm going to play this no matter what. I'm, I'm in. <clears throat> absolutely. I don't, I don't want anything spoiled for me. I missed all the leaks, mm. but I, I I don't know. I just feel like the the first game started off with such a bang that. Mm part two it didn't and i was waiting for that moment that just mm. that i was waiting for the trigger and i suppose and yeah was it. It, there was a sense of um when you start off in jackson it's that classic thing i suppose that started with uh well with half-life i suppose where it's sort of like let's we'll give you the tram ride you know we'll show you everything when everything's okay yeah so that when shit hits the fan uh you 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 know you really feel it hitting the fan i know i know what you mean like early on in jackson you do think to yourself well uh, you know, some, something's got to give here. We can't, we can't, exactly. <laughs> we can't be, uh, we can't be happy for much longer. Yeah. So, did it. you, did you guys? Uh, it, it doesn't sound like you saw it coming so much as you maybe no. sensed. I had, I had uh, suspicions that you know mm. Joel was going to reap what he sowed in that first mm. game at the end. Mm. Um, so I don't know if it came as as big a shock as it could have been, because oh, okay. I thought there was going to be some repercussion for his actions. Mm. Mm. So yeah, mm. yeah. No, f- yeah. Absolutely. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I will. I will say as well. Just um, just chiming with something we've already uh, already touched on. For me, um, the Abbey. Uh, the, the the idea of playing. So it's a it's a roughly thirty hour. I mean, I think my uh, Rich. I think you probably completed it a little bit quicker than I did. Twenty seven hours. Yeah. I think. You're usually a little bit. I think mine was like, but actually, mine was like 28, so it was barely anything in it. Um, Dan was probably about 400 hours because he he was trying to put together a guide. But the time yeah. the game was, <laughs> by the time the game was out, I think it's so he's 50 probably, hours for my first playthrough. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of roughly 30 to the to the first game's 15. Yeah. And I do think that what the game attempts is incredibly ambitious. Like there's there's no games really where they'll spend half the time. I don't you know playing it. The only thing I can think of, which I said to Dan a couple of weeks ago. 
Um, the only game that came to mind was Legacy of Cain Defiance. Yeah, I've never you, played that. You, so. you play as Raziel hunting down Cain, and then you sort of switch to Cain. And then the connection there was that was Amy Hennig, and then Amy Hennig was Naughty Dog, but the, there um. the connection breaks. Nothing to do with this. It was just one of those fun Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon things where I was like, <laughs> oh, there's a sort of weird link here. Um, <clears throat> it didn't really 100% work for me. Really, and we'll get we'll 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 yeah we'll we'll get into that. I think I'm somewhere um, in the middle. I know Rich is the far end. You're the other end, and I think I'm mm. somewhere in the middle. I think I, yes, yeah. I I, I will say um, get getting right into it if we sort of stay with uh, stay with Abby for a little while. Um, my, my take on it is I think it's I think it's admirable what they attempt to do because they attempt to uh, show you you know why Abby's doing what she's doing, uh, the fallout in her own life. Uh, the people around her who die, uh, as uh, you know, as a member of the WLF. Um, the difficult thing is, I think that maybe the the, the challenge, I guess, uh, is the is the way that the game is chopped up chronologically. Um, because we've already had fifteen hours uh, of Joel and Ellie's relationship, and it unfolded more or less in a, I think, in a linear fashion. There was no flashbacks in the first game. Um, I sort of felt in the second game, uh, lots of lots because the narrative st- structure was sort of chopped up, and and we had you know flashbacks here and there. Um, I didn't really get as much of a feel for Abby um, as I would have done if. And he- here's an idea. Here's a really weird idea. But imagine if they gave us The Last of Us Part Two, and this would never happen. I, I don't. I don't think they could even do it in terms of marketing. But imagine The Last of Us Part Two where you play as Abby and the game is 50, about 15 hours long uh, and it unfolds in a linear fashion and the twist right at the end of the game is that then you find out uh, that Joel killed her dad and that the person she's looking for is Joel and then they did a Last of Us Part 3 and, and made a Ellie. The way they did it as a 30 hour game and tried to do both things it, it meant I just... I pretty much was was even even towards the end. I was still more or less on Ellie's side, and I think hmm. it's because they, if if Abby had just shot Joel in the head, a quick bullet to the head, I might feel differently. But it's the way that they gave her such a callous act of cruelty. They really made it horrible. Yeah. And I think I think it's Naughty Dog setting themselves a challenge more than anything. I think they more or less cleared the bar, but it didn't. It didn't fully work. How, how do you feel about it, Dan? Did you come around? Because I remember initially oh, you mate. were like, "Oh my god, I don't want to play as Abby." This you, Dan was sort of texting me as he was going through. I, was like, was I, thinking, I wanted to turn it off. I was this just is like, the worst I'm thing. I don't done. want to do this. I hate this game. And then, but then you know, you st- I, I sort of said, "Oh, we'll see how you feel in you know in a few days." But yeah, what, what what's your sort of overall take on the on the Abby situation? Honestly, it was the worst thing that has ever happened to me in a video game to start with. <laughs> uh, I, I had so much hate for this character because, yeah, yeah. and this is what I said to you at the time. I said, like, if you, if you look at Ellie and our relationship with Ellie, we've mm. seen Ellie grow up as a, a young teenager. What was she in the first game? Like 12, uh, 11, 40. 12, 14. Well, in the Left Behind DLC, I think she was thirteen. But yeah, okay. so, so she was a 13. young teenager. So we've seen her yep. grow up from a young teenager. We've we followed her on, on her journey. And then all of a sudden, they just want to throw us in Abby's shoes, who killed Joel, and we all love Joel, and Joel was a fantastic character. Mm. And all of a sudden, we just have to play her and be okay with it. For me, mm. I was like, I was disgusted. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. 
but I, I, honestly, like when I played through, I kind of got it, and I saw why they did it, and it, it, it dawned on me as I was playing, and then I was like, oh shit! It, it was the um, the scene out of um, uh, the Mitchell and Webb look, and it's like, wait, are we the bad guys? <laughs> like, it was yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. like that. But then I was like, I was looking at the world, and I'm like, there is no good and bad. Everyone yes. is just trying to survive. So when I kind of got into that mindset. Yeah, I was okay with the Abbey situation. But before that, you, you went over you to Metacritic, okay. right, and gave it a zero, didn't you? <laughs> Mate, I created ten thousand user accounts, <laughs> nice, and gave it a zero. Good, but, good. Like honestly, I was, I was so close. To just I'll tell you what, if I wasn't writing the guide, mm. like I probably would have gone. Yeah, you know what? I'm not sure I want to finish this. Oh wow! But okay, I, that's quite a powerful. But obviously, I absolutely adored it in the end. I thought it's a fantastic game. I'm mm. glad I kind of pushed through. Because I can see what they were trying to do. I mean, it sounds—it sounds like you're not wholly. I think you're right. I think Rich is on on the end where he sort of came out the other side, thinking actually, yeah, sort of, you know, pro Abbey. You you do sort of sound some somewhere in the middle. Oh well, the ending was just awful for me. I'm like, how can you make me fight Ellie? Yes. Like, yeah. Well, the, I suppose the 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 ending ending was the, the flip, right? And then was oh, when you play like, as Ellie. Well, yeah. well, well there's, so there's the bit in the theatre where you're 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 playing as Abby, um, and that's then fighting the bit. Ellie. I mean, yeah. And yeah, I, I, I couldn't stand that. I was just trying to yeah. get killed so many different ways. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, you yeah. know, it's funny I say that. I, I reckon I spent the first half an hour hour of Abby's playthrough. Um, just purposely getting a killed and going, ha ha, fuck you. <laughs> and, but yeah, I, I, I'm still not comfortable with it, but yeah, I, I see that's why they did it. Do you know what's incredible like- um, about that encounter with Ellie, though, in the theatre as Abby, <clears throat> is how fucking menacing and scary Ellie is. Yes, oh, actually, that's yeah. a really good point, yeah. Yeah, you don't really see that, do you? Because it's no. usually you being scary and menacing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, she is uh, she's tough, and when she comes at you with a machete, it's it's scary. Yeah, yeah. I think I died probably a hundred times in that situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, tough. And, and half of them, I was like, yeah, I'm okay with this. Yeah, I'm fine. Let it, let it go. I was kind of hoping yeah. they'd end it there, and they go, yeah, Ellie won. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> but that last scene, that last scene, where yeah, they're, so, they're sort of knee deep in water, and yes, Abby's like half dead, but Ellie's still pursuing that vendetta. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was fucking heartbreaking. Oh, mate, for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Well, I, I actually thought that the game might end before that. Yeah, so yeah. too. The sort of the big shock is so you do the game split into day one, day two, day three. So you do all of this stuff with Abby. Um, <laughs> there was an early moment when it said like Abby, Seattle, day one, where I didn't fully clock the first, like as I was playing through. I, I didn't really realise like how long I'd be uh, I'd be Abby for. Oh and it, was when, it was when I saw that she also had upgrade trees. Yeah, I was like, oh. Oh shit! Okay, all right. This is the, oh, we're in here for the long haul. And I thought the game was basically going to end. So, so halfway through, Abby and Ellie have a sort of confrontation at this theatre, and then we rewind uh, and 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 sort of work our way back to the theatre as Abby. I thought the game was going to end. We get we get a sort of epilogue of uh, of Ellie living living on a farm, which is what Dina talked about wanting to do just outside of Jackson. Um, it, it had a bit of the Return of the King vibe to it, where it ended about nine times. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. So, and then, of course, there's there's an extended sort of epilogue which takes place in Santa Barbara. That is, um, it was like a three hour epilogue as well, wasn't it? I know, I know. Yeah, which actually, which does bring me to another question. Um, 
whether or not, however you come down on Abby, uh, if you know, if you are a fan or you're not a fan by the end of it, um, did you not think that? The, so the first fifteen hours where you're playing as Ellie was one of the most. Um, I think I said this on the regular podcast. One of the most unput downable games ever. Like I didn't want to go to bed. I wanted to keep playing. Like when I when I was Abby, I did find. Um, a lot of the pace and the drive... Because she's not after revenge, I suppose it's naturally just a part of her story. There's not that, like, thrusting kind of narrative where you think, oh my god, I've got to keep going. A lot oh. of speed was let out of the game. I felt the pa- it slowed down. Well, like, how did you guys think about that? Well, I suppose I because... to be honest. Yeah, uh, I see where you're coming from there, Josh, because the events kind of run concurrently with what mm. Ellie was doing. So you you do revisit some places. and mm. But I thought mm. that was really interesting because it kind of sort of slotted in the gaps in a way where I was yeah. like oh that's where Abby was oh god they just missed each other kind of thing and <laughs> yeah um, yeah for sure then yeah, there's a relationship especially a lot of the dialogue as well right Rich because yeah. there was the like oh Ali was here uh, <coughs> Ali Abby was here she was locked up and she escaped and stuff like that yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh so that's what happened yeah, yeah it's really sure. cool and her relationship with Lev as well what, yeah, um, that, was brilliant. that she forges was great um, yes although for me uh yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. Go on. Go on. Well, you know that he's a he's a scar, and he's been uh, shunned because mm. he's you know transgender. Um, yeah. He shaves his head, and uh, yeah, it's just really interesting. I just thought it was a really cool uh, relationship, yes. and there's some I, yeah. incredible, memorable set pieces like the burning village. I mean, wow. Mm. Yeah, that that was that was incredible. Yeah, so e- even just um, it's some of the most impressive things happen when you're Abby. Yeah, like that that set piece was was incredible. Like for I me, did, it's, I d- it started perfectly as well. You talk about like the way how Ellie was a really slow start in comparison, but mm. as soon as you come out of the stadium, like yeah, the WLF are the sort fan. of based in that massive football stadium. Mm. Yeah, and really then you, cool. you come out, you're ambushed by the scars, and then everything just goes mm. to shit from that point. And I'm like, this is like actually fascinating. Do you know what it reminded me of? Was um, I, I think you'll both get the reference, but season two of Lost. Uh, I think when they, they, they did, they started out with season two, and they did like an episode called The Other 48 Days and it oh, rewound yeah, 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 and yeah, showed yeah, you yeah. all of the tail section people in Lost and how they'd had like a really the shit others. time of it. The uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it sort of felt a little bit like that where you sort of go back to day one and it's like, okay, Abby's life's a little bit tough. You know, fair enough. Um, and they really... Uh, You've got, you got to give them props to just... To just saying you know we're going to give as much time more or less i think ultimately ellie does get more time but you know we're going to more or less half the game uh, to this character to kind of really ground you in what she's doing but i think i suppose because it came just after the scene in the cinema where jesse was killed yeah. and it was such a such a cliffhanger i was and then the sort of flashback i was going oh this is cool but i really want to know about the other thing now i'm sort of not up for this right now surely, maybe later but surely that's the thrust though josh that's the narrative thrust you're talking about it, it was, but it sort of felt a little bit like uh, there's this thing over here, but now they've wound me back to day one. So rather than like a a sort of um, oh my god, I gotta keep playing because uh, I don't know what's gonna happen ten minutes from now in this scene. It was more like, well, I know it's gonna be a while because they've booted me back to day one and I've got fresh upgrade trees, so I'm mm-hmm. probably not gonna get that cliffhanger for a little. So yeah. it, sort of, it felt a little bit like okay, I've really got to reset my internal clock and try to take this half of the game on its own speed. Do, and do I think what, I though? did... 
do that. Yeah, go I on. thought it was really brave of them to completely confound your expectations like that. Because I mm. wasn't expecting to be playing half the game as Abby at all. No. No, so no, it was like, oh my not. god, wow. Yeah, she's got her own yeah. skill tree. She's got her own weapons, which I preferred actually. I preferred Abby's oh, weapons. Really? Yeah. Well, I liked her hunting pistols as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. As yeah. Ellie, you're a predator. Like yeah, just yeah. basically just fighting from the bushes and yeah. you just silently taking out like whoever. For sure. Um, uh, but then when you come to Abbey, you're a soldier. Um, mm. It's more you're on you're on the offensive. It's like mm. Resi Two is like Abbey, and yeah. Resi Four. Sorry, Resi Two is Ellie, and Resi Four is Abbey. Yeah, yeah. I in see terms of pacing, saying. for sure. Yeah, so Ellie, I just well, Ellie that. also. Yeah, I, I really like that. Yeah, it's funny how you can have a discussion about The Last of Us 2 and just, like, not talk about its gameplay for so long. Like, <laughs> it's such a big game. Like, there's not many games where you, you could talk comfortably for an hour and not even get into the game. I mean, its gameplay is... It's one of those games which is so self-assured that you play other video games and you kind of go... Oh, the, the camera in this game isn't very good. Like, the oh, Naughty yeah. Dog gets get it so, so right on such fundamental levels. Mm. It's, and it's, just it's like, easy to feel spoiled sometimes. <laughs> and any other game you can go, oh, this is repetitive, like really repetitive. Yes. But The Last of Us, it's repetitive, the gameplay. It's the same loops, you loot. Mm, mm. And actually, it's a little bit too mechanically structured for me. It's like, mm. oh, this is an encounter area. Yes, um, and then oh, this is uh, a looting kind of exploration area. So I yes. don't really need to be on guard. Never. Uh-huh. It was very rare that the two combined. So you'd be walking through I don't know an area, and you'd be like, oh, I'm safe here because it's not yeah. an encounter area. But I was yeah, always yeah, yeah. on my toes. Though I was always using listen mode in those oh, seemingly quiet areas just in case. Yeah, oh, yeah. I wasn't. I knew that when... Because you go through, like, a gap or a door, and that's where you change zones. And I'm like, okay, well, this clearly is the shop zone where I look through the shops. Mm. Um, and then I go through a gap, and I'm like, oh, okay, everything's changed. Now this is the combat zone. And then mm. I go through another... I'm out the combat zone, and I'm into the... It's the peaks and troughs of the, the, the kind of combat and that. But Yeah. But it's, to me, it was just too obvious what area was what it's like oh okay yeah i get that i thought they did quite a good job like sometimes um they would stick a little cheeky sort of quick time event when you sort of thought you were safe that i mean it's arguably a little bit of a cheap tactic but it did work a couple of times you know like when you're sort of trying to squeeze through a gap and sometimes they'll throw a clicker at you or yeah, something yeah like I, I, I got a kick out of that i'll tell you what a few times i screamed i really did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, they, they did get me a bit with a horse um, at the beginning Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that was brilliant, actually. My um, uh, flatmate was playing the game the other day, and he was uh, riding the horse, and he was uh, like, the the moment that he had done, because that comes up just after the sort of Seattle free roaming, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Um, and he was like, I feel like this is going to be a trap. And as he was saying <laughs> that, the horse was in midair when that sort of bomb went <laughs> off. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, but yeah, talking about, um, I guess, the structure of the game... And the way that some of the scenes sort of unfold, and, and I guess I guess the order they unfold in, I found, and I don't know how you guys feel about this. Some of the scenes, I think we've talked about one of them. Some of the scenes I thought weren't communicated very clearly. In um, terms of what? In what? In terms of when they were? Not. Quite I know exactly that. what you're talking about. Rich knows what I'm talking about, and actually, I think you do as well, Dan, uh, because I think we mentioned it, but. Um, 
the scene in which you know Ellie is is confronting Nora. Yeah. You know where the light is is red in the room. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, and she sort of beats her. Oh, um, okay. Well, it's a spoiler cast, so we can talk about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so in that scene where she was beating Nora, um, I took that to. I mean, n- number one, she you know she has a lead pipe and she's battering Nora around the head. Um, that you know, so that th- th- there's that. And it kind of mirrors the way that Joel was killed as well. It's like a blunt object smashing into someone's head. Um, I sort of felt like that that she killed Nora. Like you, you have to. The camera focuses on Ellie, and you have to press square. I think two or three times. And the sort of the final hit, she sort of gathers up all her might and just sort of whacks Nora across the face. And it's horrible. You can hear her skull cracking and all sorts. And and it just smash cuts to black. Um, on, only for th- then it then it cuts to Ellie telling uh, Dina and Jesse that she knows where to go next because actually um, Nora talked, which is weird. If you check the diary, if you check Ellie's journal, it says in there, "Oh, I made her talk." Um, but I only knew that because I think you told me that, Dan. No, and at the time, actually... I thought they were making a thing about it. I was like, "Oh, oh, she's not telling them that." Like, where, how did she know about the aquarium? And I know Rich felt the same. I, I sort of messaged Rich so, and said, did you get the idea that she killed Nora? And Rich was like, yeah, definitely. But yeah. yeah. I so I went into the second run playthrough with that in mind. Mm. Did you like, feel that the first time then? I or? did. But the second time, like, I paid, I, I must not have been paying massive attention mm. because like, it's actually mentioned in the dialogue um, that she made her talk and that she tortured her and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's actually mentioned in the dialogue. And the sound of the Joel final hit is not the same sound as the Nora final hit. No, no, it's not. Yeah, it's not, it's not literally the same sound. No, but I, I just mean, sort of like meant Joel, how the violence... But you, you would assume that three, three square hits with a lead pipe... With quite vi- Yeah, with quite vicious, <laughs> vicious strikes... Would, but, but um, for, for me, it, what yeah. it felt like is when when it cut to the next scene, she actually says, not in the journal, she actually says out loud to Jesse and to Dina in a cutscene, oh, um, I got it out of her. Yeah. And I thought at the time, Ellie was being evasive. And actually, she found out, she, you know, she did almost like she didn't want to tell the others what she'd done because there's that sort of close up of her hand shaking. And I sort of thought, oh, she's. And, and Jesse says during gameplay in the next segment, he's like, so how did you find out about the aquarium? And Ellie gets really cagey. And actually, what that's supposed to be is Ellie doesn't really want to talk about it because she tortured someone. Yeah. But what it, but, but particularly on the first playthrough, I thought, but she, but Nora didn't say anything. Ellie killed Nora. So what's going on here? But. I totally get what I think they were trying to do, and I think on a second playthrough I'd probably get to that scene and and, and perhaps feel a little bit differently. But I did think it wasn't um, communicated in the best possible way. No, especially considering Nora's last words were, "I'm not going to tell you anything." She says, "I'm not going to give my friends up." <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's really yeah. And the other thing, um, which I slightly have rectified now, having having seen it a second time, is the the final. Um, interaction between Joel and Ellie, uh, which takes place in flashback, um, which, which is where the, the essentially one on the um, the outside his house, outside his house, and he's, he's drinking the, the coffee. You what? Sorry, he's playing the guitar, right? He's playing the guitar. He's drinking the coffee, and uh, she. But he's he's made a scene at the um, 
at yeah. the barn dance yeah. and so she goes to sort of apologize you know, well not apologize basically they they reconcile you know they she sort of says i don't think i can ever forgive you uh for what you did referencing the end of the first game um but i'd like to i'd like to try yeah, and he's sure. like yeah i'd like that i thought it was a really beautiful scene um but i was quite confused as, as to what as to when it happens um presumably it happens on the same night as the barn dance like yeah, it, it happens after the barn dance right yeah for sure yeah however when you begin the game the game begins the morning after the barn dance and maria and another character uh, but just as you're about to get on the horse as ellie and dina to go for patrol maria says just just promise me you'll talk to joel you need to talk to him and ellie says yeah i know i'll talk to him i promise which is really weird because you would think that she would say well, I did. We did. We reconciled last night. Like, don't worry oh, yeah, about it. Okay. I, I sort. I sort of feel a little bit like. Uh, and obviously, you never want to second guess these things because I'm, you know, I'm not a developer and I don't have any insight. But I do imagine, or I, I wonder if it was, a, you know, it was a very long dev cycle. I'm sure there's stuff on the cutting room floor. I wonder if there was an extra night in there somewhere. I, I don't she know. was. I did notice that she was wearing uh, the shirt. I think that she was wearing in the barn dance cutscene with a green jacket over the top, but it just felt like one of those things which was slightly out of place. As I say, tiny niggle. It's not really that important, but it was there. It occurred to me naturally as I was playing the game, so I sort of was aware of. I wasn't really nitpicking because it sort of it leapt out. And I thought, well, hang on a minute, where would that? To the point where I actually thought it might have been a fantasy scene that she sort of wishes had yeah, happened. Yeah, but I think, um, imagine if they would have started the game with, yeah, I spoke to him, we're all good now. Like, that would have just ruined every single I know, right? It's, it's, it's weird. It's sort of, it's a double, it kind of, and I thought of, do you guys remember the end of The Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. Yeah? Do, do you remember when Alfred sees, like, Bruce and uh, Selina in that cafe at the end, the end of that oh, movie? of course, of course, yeah. And there's, there's like, an element of, like, is Alfred really seeing that? Because earlier in the movie, he said that he wished that he would see Bruce in the cafe. You know, so yeah. there's that kind of element of like, oh, that last scene's really good. However, is it a fantasy? I think there's room for it's, ambiguity. I, I didn't really get that here. At all. Yeah. What, what, sorry, with, with which? Batman or? With The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just start talking about the uh, Chris Nolan Batman films I, I, think, I think with Batman, yeah, definitely a little bit of fantasy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. With The Last of Us, absolutely I, not. I, I, I agree. I agree. I, I, I don't think, think it was a fantasy. I think it's more to do with Ellie's character. You think she just didn't want to say to Maria, we've talked and we're okay? Yeah, because you know what Ellie's like. I think Ellie is more likely to go, yeah, 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 I'll do it, than, oh, hey, I'm going to open up now and tell you about this conversation we had last night. And then I'm going to tell you about the situation in Salt Lake City uh, where he killed the doctor who was going to save the world. But um, you'd think that she could have just said, I talked to him. Oh, she knows about that anyway, doesn't she, actually? Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. Well, he tells Tommy. I don't know. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, she does. She says that only like three people know Joel, Maria, and Tommy. I think, yeah, probably not. But, But yeah, I don't know. It just felt a little bit like ever so slight loose end but but either way it's yeah, you, yeah we're getting nitpicky anyway yeah. so did you guys not feel the game was a little bit too long then you're saying you, d- you didn't really lose any steam you just sort of felt thoroughly yeah not me know. personally yeah yeah I, I mean I, I thought it would end with that first bit in the farm and I thought Ellie so would did just I. be happy and that would be oh. that. would you have been happy if that if that ended no. and she made the decision not to go after Abby no. um that just ruined I, the game yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess so. it would have felt a bit incomplete. Like, oh, there's, mm. it's a, a resolution of sorts. 
yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. not yeah. particularly, like me, you know, clean. <laughs> yes. No, and at the ending, like people might not like it, but it's almost perfect. The uh, the violence is kicked off by the flashback of Joel, yeah. um, when he's laying on the ground covered in blood, but then it stops when she like the flashback of him on his porch. Yeah, and all it is yeah, is yeah, just yeah. that moment where she's like, "Oh shit!" Like, she yeah. just takes the, the the chains broken, the circle, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and I feel like that was a beautiful moment. Whereas if she just had the happy ending, it'd be a little bit like, "Oh, that's a bit bollocks." Right. Although there is an element there of like the circle would be broken if she decides to just leave Abby and not pursue it. You know, she would have been. But well, she would have kept two of her fingers. I will tell you that much. It's Indiana Jones, and <laughs> isn't it? It's completely pointless, right? Well, no- I guess if you're the bigger person and you go, it's like it's like Dina says. You know, she's not. She doesn't get to be more important than our family. Like you know, if you if you really were the bigger person, you could have never left the farm. But I hear what you're saying. Like I, it, it's it, it yeah. It, there's an argument either way. I, and I agree. I think if it if it had ended there, I'd be like, whoa, shit. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> the game would have gone from being like one of the best of this generation to just being a eh for me. A, a four out of ten from Dan Webb. Well, um, m- maybe a five. <laughs> maybe maybe a five. No, it's still uh, a good game. But I, I about, just felt like that was a cop out. Talking about like uh, like subplots and things like that, we've got like the WLF uh, fighting the Seraphites. Uh, you've got stuff with Lev and Yara and Abby. Uh, obviously, Isaac and Owen and Mel. There's quite a few different. Th- it's it's quite a. Um, there's a lot on its plate. I, I, w- I will say that much. Yeah. Um, I felt personally. That quite a few of the subplots, and I sort of hinted at it in, in in my review of the game, that I couldn't really go into much detail. Quite a few of the subplots I felt were um, a little bit undercooked for me. So, Absolutely. for instance, um, Isaac. I mean, yeah. it's a strange thing to get Jeffrey right if you're not gonna, you know, it, it did like what two scenes. People, Jeffrey, uh, he played Felix Leiter in the. No, Bond I know film. he did what two scenes, right? Yeah. uh, What in the game? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So people talk about all the wolves keep talking about this kind of mythical Isaac figure. Like, oh, she's going to go and speak to Isaac. You hear about him all this time. He's in two very brief scenes and he's killed by another character. And it's one of those. It totally works within the narrative thrust of the game. But in the days afterwards, when I was kind of reflecting back on it, I was like, they spent an awful lot of time with these wolves, and it didn't really come to mind. I don't know, how how did you guys feel about Isaac? Or, let me add a little spice mix in here for you. Um, If they were going to do some DLC, I have some ideas. Maybe Maybe Isaac could feature in that. But anyway, give me your thoughts, Dan and Rich. Go on, Rich, I'll let you go first. Um, Yeah, I mean, he was more of a presence in kind of notes and mm. chatter than anything else mm. so but he sort mm. of casts a long shadow for the WLF mm-hmm. and when you see him you're just like oh he's this guy yeah <laughs> um, did you realize it was uh, it was Jeffrey Wright at first I didn't know it took you I to didn't. tell me which is funny as well because yeah. I've been watching Boardwalk Empire which he's in oh um, but he, he puts yeah. on a bit of a voice in that um, yeah he does yeah, yeah but um yeah. no I don't know yeah I, I sort of see what you mean Josh he was kind of slightly inconsequential really right yeah and it's, yeah, it's made to look it, out yeah. like he's these really like incredibly fierce and uh, like intense kind of crazy guy that you don't want to cross and then yes. all it is is here he is 
He said, don't go somewhere. But you went there. And then you next time you saw him, he died. So he was really just a, such a waste of a character, I felt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And lots, lots of the, <clears throat> the stuff with uh, Owen, um, I felt. I really liked Owen. By the yeah, way, um, I really liked Owen. How do you guys feel about Owen? Yeah, Owen yeah, was great. Yeah. He, he seemed like one of those sort of wishy-washy, nothingy yeah. characters to begin with. Yeah. But once you learn more about his relationship with Abby and, you know, why yes. he's with Mel now and stuff, you kind of... Yes. He's really one the of catalyst. the... Yeah, he's and he's one of those sort of people who you feel has just been sort of caught up in this and doesn't yeah, really absolutely. want mm. to be in it kind of thing. Yes, He's absolutely. a good guy, right? Sorry? Yeah. Or, or he's a good guy. He's always trying yeah. to do good. Well, yeah. he's the but one he, who, he's, who tells them not to kill Ellie exactly, when they're right? all paying for blood. Yeah. yeah, 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 100%, 100%. And uh, you find out that Owen loses faith with the WLF because he was caught in a skirmish. Um, oh, yeah, and, yeah, that's uh, right. And then he describes fighting against an old man and and seeing that the old man had basically given up and was sort of just... Oh, it was um, Danny, wasn't it? And then he ended up killing Danny, was it? Oh, well, there, yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah, his, yeah, he was with another wolf called Danny, and Danny said, you've got to kill him, and Owen said, I'm not, I'm not killing him. Like, the battle's over. Mm. Danny went to kill him, and then Owen defended the old man. And so, yeah, a really interesting character. However, um, because again, because of the weird chronology, I saw Owen, I killed Owen, I then in the next scene, more or less, or very soon afterwards heard about Owen's defection then I saw the beginnings of Owen's relationship with Abby because a lot of the things were told out of time and it's a a narrative structure that worked I mean they got an awful lot into 30 hours and fair enough to them I did feel like I I never really if I had seen that all play out in a a sort of linear way um, I feel like I'd have a really strong hold on Owen and maybe even Mel and Manny as well do you know what it just felt like a lot of the wolves I was just like, other than Abby and maybe Owen, I don't really care about. Like they're oh, all yeah. just kind of there. I thought that Mel was the most boring character ever yeah. in a video game. Yeah, Ashley Birch as well. She's such yeah, a great really Ashley Birch. performer, and they yeah. really don't use her at all, do they? Yeah, well, it's yeah. Although she did, she does have a couple of killer lines when she says to. Well, actually, by the way, one of the best lines in the game, I thought, just really, really clever. Uh, given that Abby and Owen are ex-Fireflies, I love the talk that they have on the boat where um, uh, Owen describes how they're just fighting over land. And then Abby's like, yeah, like it's, it's just as Abby's starting to kind of see what, you know, to, to sort of turn. And, he, and she's like, yeah, it seems like, and then Owen says, like we stopped looking for the light which is just such a lovely light because it's like the Firefly's motto like yeah. look for the light and I was just like oh man that's such a killer um, little seed to plant there I just I was very appreciative of that moment but yeah go on who I can't remember who was talking no I, I can't Sorry. remember I thought I, I think I cut someone off there <laughs> I, I think we got to a natural end where Mel is boring um, whatever yes yeah. oh no that's right yeah no Mel did have a, she 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 did come in handy because she was she's actually quite ruthless early on she advocated for the killing of Ellie uh, yeah, right at the sure. beginning of the game after because she argued that it was a loose end and it was it was Owen who said not to um, yeah. but then and then later on Mel says to Abby uh, you're a piece of shit like she, she doesn't. She, yeah. She, I, I think it was quite. It was. It. 
the way that the other wolves reacted to the way that Abby killed Joel was quite telling. Like they, yeah. they all sort of lost a little bit of faith in Abby because uh, it was well, it was fucking horrible. And Brutal. for me as well, yeah. like Manny comes across when you're doing Abby's story as this really kind of down to earth, nice guy looking after his old man who's got I think he's got Alzheimer's or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but, but, but looking after him, he looks like a really nice guy helping Abby out. But my experience with him spitting on Joel as well, I feel like mm-hmm. yeah. I just feel like there's just polar opposites. That the, yeah. the two there's a bit of a disconnect where Mel yeah. Mel's going, oh yeah, let's kill him. Yeah, yeah. What what a prick. Uh, and then later on, she's like, <laughs> yeah. oh no, I'm not a soldier. I I didn't want him to die. I didn't want to be a part of it. And I'm like, hold yeah. on, love, you were the one that was just saying kill the others. Yeah. So, yeah. but then you got Manny, who's like spitting on Joel when he's injured and down, and and then mm. the next scene you see him, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm helping my old man and stuff like that." Yeah, there's a lot of, and because of the order. Now, this is why I was sort of saying earlier. Now, if we had a completely clean slate, and you weren't shown Manny doing those things, and in fact you were introduced to Manny as a really good guy, and it played in a linear fashion, you got like a 15-hour game. You know, Abby and pals, The Last of Us 2, The Adventures, like, and you sort of got to know them, and then it intermingled with it. Because as it stands, Ellie has basically an unfair advantage. She has 15 pure unadulterated hours in the first game, and then another 15 in the second. So it's almost like a numbers game in the end. It's like, well. Mm. But anyway, anyway, uh, that actually does bring me uh, niftily onto two things. Number one, DLC. I'll get the ball rolling because I want to get you guys' thoughts on DLC. I'll say right now, I want DLC. I yeah. imagine you both might be the same because there's a couple of stories left to tell. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Rich? I can't think what I'd want to see. Oh, I mean, maybe okay. maybe Kiara and Lev's escape or something. I don't know. Oh, so I, I, would, I would say, I would say my, my top two ideas, right, are number one, Playing as Tommy Absolutely. and having the two-day head start. Yeah. Okay. Like because you'd see the stuff in the TV station, you'd see you because a lot of the stuff that you hear when you're Ellie is like you hear the wolves uh, reacting to Tommy, right? Mm-hmm. And then and obviously then later on the scene in which Tommy kills Manny, he Tom, Tommy. That's a really that was a really cool reversal and somewhat ridiculously. Uh, I actually didn't see. I don't know how I didn't see it coming. But w- uh, when you're when you're as Abby and Manny later on, when you come up against the sniper, and then the reveal is actually that the sniper's Tommy. That was a really cool moment. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure you guys saw that coming. I was oh, a, yeah, an sure. idiot at the time. Didn't see it coming. Um, so playing as Tommy and 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 getting to go first that would be interesting. But also um, the 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 big the big thing is well. The Fireflies do have a base, and it's on Catalina Island, isn't that exciting? So, like, the, the the other idea would be playing as Abby and Lev and actually going to Catalina. Yeah, but could that not have been a ruse? Well, are you thinking because she got kidnapped by the Rattlers? Yeah, that the Rattlers knew where they were. See, and I thought about this, but I, but I didn't quite get that, because to me... You know, if you if you see someone on a street and they go into a because they ambush Abby just as she's um just as she's leaving the garage, don't they? These these rattlers. Yeah, but um, I mean, if they send them in a direction, right? Because they know that they're going to. Well, actually, no, because it... no, I don't think so. Because they get them coming you, out. You, you'd have they? to you'd ha- you'd ha- you'd have to be looking. Yeah. For, they they got a lead for twenty four twenty five constants from somewhere else, so it'd be it'd be a bit of a you know. Yeah. Um, 
But the idea, and, and of course the guy on the other end of the radio checks Abby's call sign. She was like, I was at Salt Lake City. And he was like, huh, I guess you were. How about that? Um, and it does make sense. Like Catalina Island's like a holiday destination. And having an island separated by water kind of makes sense for the Fireflies. Yeah. Um, would you guys want to play an Abby and Lev DLC? Well, first of all, actually, let me ask this. What sort of DLC would you want? Would you go for a Left Behind style an hour and a half two hours tops little tiny story slice or would you want a sort of uncharted lost legacy style eight and nine hour jobby horde mode (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell you what i'd I'd play eight or nine hours as tommy seattle day one turn three would you not want to okay would you rather that than see a brand new place if you went to catalina or stayed in santa barbara and the whole thing was about going to yeah there is that but I, i guess that he did go different routes he did actually, didn't he? Yeah. Well, we know he went to the TV station, but I'm sure he took some delicious detours, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Tommy is the obvious one. That'd be great. But I'd yeah. also like to see an Isaac thing. I would like, and actually, if they did a Tommy DLC, we could get a bit more of Isaac, right? That'd because be perfect, right? we always hear on the WLF radios that they're essentially fighting Tommy. He kills a load of their guys, doesn't he? Yeah. So we could have a cool thing where he maybe maybe we get a bit more of Isaac or something. I'll tell you I what I'd genuinely love to see. Go on. And that's something more about the cure and the virus and Ellie and how she's got the virus. Well, sorry, mm. immune to the virus. Um, mm. And whether there's anything more they can do with that or if they just accepted that's the world that they live in and yeah. there is no cure. A little bit like The Walking well, Dead, right? It's like... They, they go from, oh, let's find a cure to like, let's just survive. And that's yeah, it Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because I feel like that. Well, was the f- how about this, right? For for an elevator pitch, go on. Abby and Lev go to Catalina Island after four or five hours of you know fighting and great Last of Us Two style gameplay. They get there, the Fireflies are there. It's Firefly HQ, and as they said in the game, they're pulling in all of the Fireflies from all the other bases to regroup at Catalina. Turns out. There's a surgeon or a doctor that came in from from elsewhere, one of the survivors, who is capable of the surgery. Because at the time, yeah. if you remember at the Salt Lake City facility, Abby's dad was the only one that was capable of doing it. But say they find someone else, and then Abby goes, I do know someone. And then it and then it's kind of implied, actually, Abby's going to try and, and, and communicate with Ellie. How's about that? And then they kind of bring the characters full circle to, well, you can probably never forgive me, but I found this guy who can cook you up, cook you up a, a cure by stealing your brain. I do <laughs> feel like, if anything, there is a part three that it will be along those lines. Yeah. So I feel like well, that's, it's, that's, it's, that's, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. That's Did, big you, oh, well, actually, that's another question. Do you guys want a part three? Would you? Would you rather? No DLC and a part three, or a good eight or nine hour DLC and just leave it. I feel like a part three would be nice because mm. you know a trilogy's good, and I'd want them to take their time with it, <clears throat> and again come up with a risky, interesting mm. concept like they did with this. Mm. So yeah, mm. that that kind of thing. So you'd you'd rather you'd rather no DLC, leave that. We're going to leave that. Yeah, because, you know, 30 hours isn't, isn't, you know, insignificant. Indeed. You know, know I'm I'm satisfied. Dan, what do you think? I would like the next game to be Tommy and Ellie going to deliver Ellie, basically. Well, Abby having found this this surgeon. Yeah, and and they're travelling across America 
uh, <laughs> the same setup as the first game. Yeah, you want to relive the glory days, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and everyone would love that. And everyone would, everyone loves Tommy, right? But actually, Tommy's no Tommy's, good now, isn't Tommy's he? really cool. He's ever so slightly undercut. I want a bit more of Tommy. Yeah. But everything about him, I'm like, oh, you know, he was a Firefly. That's really cool. Um, We're never going to get a Tommy game, though, are we? No, right? no, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, and, and there's, the, you know, there's just about enough uh, Tommy. But, but yeah, um, I think uh, to answer the... Uh, like, I would rather, rather than a third game... Uh, uh, because Ellie's story arc is is more or less, um, you could do more with Ellie. You could. Don't get me wrong. You know, you get enough writers in a room and they can cook up a reason to do anything with anyone. But I do think they they ended Ellie on a nice note in this game, having you know decided to go back to Jackson in peace. Mate, uh, do we know? But, that, do we know she's gone back to Jackson though? Well, I will say just a note before I get to the actually yeah because I will get to the ending ending. We should also talk about the ending ending. Um, I would rather an eight or nine hour Lost Legacy style thing to overall finish off The Last of Us, finish off Abby and Lev, you know, finish off everyone involved because I'm so excited for the idea of Naughty Dog just doing something new. Yeah. yeah. Like, they are one of the best studios on the planet and for a very long time now they've been locked into two games, Uncharted and The Last of Us. Now, they are two great games, they're two great series, don't get me wrong, but... I'll follow that studio no matter what they do. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, and I'm sure. so excited at the idea of a clean slate. Like, what, 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 how, how do you feel about that? Like, surely, how does that weigh in? But you, you, would you still rather a part three or? No, I think I'd like a new IP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they they could leave The Last of Us now. I mean, it, it it's a conclusion of sorts. Yeah. Um, still, yeah. And I mean, I they always have the option to come back. You know, they made another Uncharted after The Last of Us, didn't they? Yes, but they did make it clear that. Well, I don't think they ever said that three was the last. They made it very public with Uncharted Four, didn't they? They said going in, this is going to be the last one. We're well, going to finish off Nathan Drake's story. It's called the Thief's End. <laughs> well, it, well, indeed, yeah. indeed. Whereas I don't think they ever said with three. I don't think that was ever the plan, was it? I think they, you know, they, they never said with three, this is the last one. No. Well, it didn't um, end like it was the last one, right? No, they gave him a quite a happy ending with Uncharted Three, but it was also just relatively open. As yeah, well. exactly. It's like, oh, you're still in your prime. Great, we'll see you later. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, we'll sure. see, see you there. Although, actually, you could argue that even even with Uncharted Four, Naughty Dog have left Sony a backdoor. Yeah. If if maybe Naughty Dog didn't want to do it, but someone said, "Well, we're going to give you a you know a Sam Drake game or a maybe Sunny someone game like a- um, Ready at Dawn could do it." Oh no, wait. <laughs> Ouch! Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, oh! What was I going to say? I was going to talk about the ending. Ellie getting her fingers bitten off by oh, Abby mate, and crazy. sort of symbolically not being able to play, play the, guitar. the guitar anymore. Yeah. And that's kind of it's it's a metaphor. Uh, that was but, the you saddest know, thing for me. You what? Sorry, that was the saddest thing by far. Yeah, but also sort of like. Yes, I agree. It was sad, but but also, you know, she's got that lovely memory of Joel, and the song was sort of synonymous with the cycle of violence. I thought it's like, don't play that tune anymore, you know. Yeah, but that's sort of that's like, all she's really got left of Joel. That one song that she can play and just sing. However, I will point out as well, right? To a few things, right? She, she's going back to, to we presume um, to try and get Dina back. Uh, because she's got a baby and she loves Dina. I mean, who knows if Dina will take her back? She seemed pretty, you know. Um, 
and and the letter from Dina's parents said, you know, you're welcome back uh, to Jackson any any time you like. And and the house was empty apart from Ellie's room, suggesting that Dina thought, well, you know, if she does survive, she's probably going to come back here, and I'm going to mm. leave all her stuff in her room. Or she was like, I don't want to take these memories with me. That's a part or of my I don't want to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I, we don't know how happy that is. Dina may not accept her back. I, I you know, I don't know. I wouldn't um, have thought so. You, well, you would. I mean, surely she'd have to because yeah, one, I th- I they have a child would, yeah. together, and yeah. two, uh, you know, if they if Dina's like, "Now nah, we're done," it's all been for nothing. <laughs> yeah, I think ultimately she she would take her back. Yeah. But, but also, what's interesting is not only that, but presumably Ellie would instead of going back to Jackson, or she'd have to go back to Jackson initially. But I'm guessing the plan would probably be to try and get Dina to come back to the farm because it was Dina's dream to live on that farm. Yeah, so if yeah. she can coax her and the baby back, that's kind of a cool... But, but then, the, um, you know, there's no the, consequence the sh- to her actions then, right? Yeah. You what, sorry? There's no consequence to her actions. That's that's the price of violence and the price of revenge, that you lose something. If she just goes back and she's just, oh, yeah, let's, well, she let's lost, move she in. lost Joel. I mean, she lost her fingers. She, she's got trauma she'll never escape from from the rest of her life. I yeah. mean, she's, you know... <laughs> she's she's lost a fair bit. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, yeah. Well, no, but, but she also. Didn't by the way, by the way, I revenge. will point out if you were if you had access to Google, uh, which you know she doesn't, you could learn to. You can still pluck with a hand that doesn't have all five fingers. So she could go ambidextrous, swap it around, yeah, okay. learn the chords with her other hand. Yeah, you know, just saying. Did you Google Tricky, that? Though possibility you are did you google that to find out what whether or not whether or not you can do that yeah jimmy oh, well, hendrix I'm guessing, did, didn't he yeah jimmy hendrix was a lefty wasn't he like is Ali, surely is Ali, you, uh, <laughs> similar in guitar ability th- to hendrix do you? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i just don't know but i presume it, i mean you could you could teach yourself if you were dedicated for you know two three years i really want to learn take on me on guitar and mm. i'm bloody well gonna you know yeah um yeah, so ending ultimately, you guys were happy with it. Uh, Abby and Lev boating off into the mist, presumably on their way to Catalina yeah. once they've recuperated. Ellie. That's, I don't know whether I was happy with it. Yeah. Well, well yeah, happy is happy, a strange word. Satisfied. Yeah. Satisfied. Or, I think yeah. so, yeah. It was, I tell you what, how's about this? It was slightly more of, a, of a, an ending, I suppose, than the the first game essentially was well I guess a cliffhanger on the surface of it it was f- you knew they were going back to Jackson and neither one of them died so that's relatively happy but then the other aspect of it is yes but their relationship is basically damaged beyond repair so yeah. it, it ends at least on a note of like well Ellie's put these things behind her and I guess she's going to go and try and get Dina but it's ever so slightly more resolved um, yeah well it's she made a choice right she could have mm. she could have killed Abby but she didn't Yes. Whereas absolutely. I feel like in the theatre, she mm. did, she wasn't in control of that situation. I you you've hit the nail on the head, and I actually forgot to bring that up. I think it's important, yeah, for her to sort of choose yeah. not to kill Abby rather than have the. Also, by the way, this is a a kind of a, I guess a minor-ish point. I don't know how much it matters. It mattered to me when I was reviewing the game. I do find it a little bit tough to take a lot of the themes that they try to explore. Uh, with so for instance you know Ellie beating Nora to death um, and then you know there's a close up of her hand shaking where it's like 
Well, I just killed 40 people and I shotgun blasted a dog's face off. Like, what? It, well, it doesn't. Some of the themes don't really gel with the gameplay. Well, no, the sometimes. thing is, what you haven't seen is the the kind of torture that she's inflicted upon Nora. It's different to kind of gun someone down who's hunting for you and intends to kill you. Rich. But then, they, even, they even say that in the game. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah, but when you, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think if you've in if you've taken context. a knife to someone in a different throat. context. Do you, and, do you and, not but, remember though with the, the stadium scene where they're talking about Mel, <clears throat> and it's like Mel kills people all the time. It's like yeah, but that's like as a soldier. Like, yeah, the, the, like I understand the, the brutality like the moral of the torture. Difference. I get, but, I totally get like that. There's a difference between, but I just think if you're talking about like I don't know, uh, like PTSD or like some sort of like. Um, real like change in Ellie apart from anything else Ellie has uh, well yeah maybe she's not beaten someone to death but regularly in gameplay if if you kill everyone else in an area um, and leave like one person they'll like they'll beg for their life before you you do whatever you want to do with them like I'm just pointing out like okay you're beating someone to death who's refusing to give you information with the lead pipe there are many people throughout the course of the game that beg for their lives before you gouge their throats you, out or set them on fire and do, watch them burn or you know you know those scenes with the, the last the person at the end of like a, an encounter area you don't have to mm. kill them you know that right yeah yeah you you like you can just leave them yeah. i mean you, I, there are a number of encounters in the game which i think you can avoid yeah killing some people but you can't go th- actually i don't know if you can go through without killing anyone but the, the, the oh, broad no. point is i guess is just i always find there's like a central there's like a weird games that try to explore themes like this always have to be careful like because it, it, it does smack a, ever so or for me anyway it did it did feel a little bit like having your cake and eating it too yeah but then at um, the end of the day it's a fucking video game you've got to think about the fact that you've got to make the gameplay fun even yeah. if sometimes it doesn't fit with the message and I feel like I agree I agree yeah and if you look at like GTA for instance um, you could almost treat the gameplay as like not canon yeah absolutely do you know what I mean like, well, like when scenes. Michael or Franklin in GTA 5 are talking about like how serious it is to kill someone or you know I like the Michael in the cutscenes isn't the guy that just bazookaed five cars in a row in the street. That was you, the player, right? Yeah, I agree. No, no it was him. It was, it, but, it was but him. that uh, it, that it, there is. I totally get that argument. But in in a very linear story-driven game like this, it's it's more difficult than it is in something like GTA to absolutely separate well, it and go. These are the cutscenes. This is the gameplay. You know? GTA is fairly linear when it comes to story as well, right? Well, it's more that it's it's an open. You know, you're sort of given time to. Here's the open world. Go nuts, and here are some cutscenes when you go to these checkpoints. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess. But what? So, uh, so we've done subplots. We've done. What do you think of a part three? Let's just hear a little bit from from some of the listeners. Uh, I'll start off with a humdinger from Thomas Stewart. Um, I'll 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 <clears throat> put this to the floor. Is it shit? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the game. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that's question that, number one. That's great. No. Well, uh, I'll start the ball rolling. Thomas, um, obviously subjective. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, open the floor to you guys. No. Good stuff. Rich? O- objectively, no. It's just not. Okay. It just uh, isn't a shit game. Anyone who says that hasn't played it or has played the first two hours and made their mind up on the basis of that. And yeah, if you haven't finished the game, you don't have an opinion, I'm afraid. But you don't I, have a I horse feel, in the race, mate. I feel like you could get 
you could take Joel's death very badly. There well, is yeah. a potential. <laughs> Dan's got personal to. experience with this. <laughs> You're supposed to, aren't you? Yeah, I know, but I was still very angry that they killed off Joel because I, I was. Ex- you didn't. You didn't want to play it at the end of that night. You were like, "Fuck this! I'm going to bed." <laughs> Just so many times, I was like, "Joel's dead. This game's dead." Just yeah. life's over. I'm stuck in lockdown now. Joel's dead. It's all done. In a yeah. way, it's interesting how people have reacted because, in to an extent, last uh, sorry, Naughty Dog have completely succeeded with flying colours in yeah. that they've made so many people angry. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. you're yeah, supposed yeah, yeah, yeah. to be. <laughs> That's the intention. Yeah. That's a good sign. And it's, right? it's um, yeah. it's like. Uh, I think it was Tarantino who said in an interview, he's like, you love me or you hate me, but one thing you can't do is ignore me. Yeah. And I think that's what Naughty Dog have achieved. It's like they, any discussion of, of the kind of the landscape of it now has to include, I mean, they are along with, you know, Rockstar, um, whoever, whoever you take your pick of the sort of cream of the world's crop, mm. but they're up there, you know, they're sort of, they are one of the most preeminent studios. Uh, this from Michael, another one in the same sort of amusing vein. Um, is it as overrated as the first one was? Well, I will say, I will say, because uh, uh, people I have heard this, Colin Mahern famously was not a big fan of The Last of Us. Yeah. Um, he uh, liked it, don't get me wrong, but he did also say he thought it was overrated. It's one of those where he says, it was fine. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah it's brilliant. Uh, yeah. I, I had that about uh, God of War, except I didn't say it was fine. I said it's excellent, but I just don't... It, the praise that that game got... But anyway, that's a whole different thing. Um, so this from Michael, is it as overrated as the first one? If you think the first one is overrated, there's a really good chance that you may think that. Oh, I sure. would add, I would say that the gameplay in The Last of Us Part Two surpasses the gameplay in the first one. I'd agree. And I have seen people do things uh, with the gameplay that I didn't even realise was possible and play it extremely skillfully. Um, it achieves a really lovely balance. Um, if it was solely a shooter, you wouldn't quite be happy with the engine and the way it works. If it was solely a stealth game, you wouldn't quite be happy. But it marries so many things together, it's just terrific. You could ignore all the story and all the rest of it and just focus on the gameplay, and I think it would still be one of the best games to come um, out. I think, yeah. it's, yeah. I think um, it's an excellent stealth game. Yeah. However, if you thought the first one was overrated, presumably that's oh, yeah. because it's you didn't get on board with the, the gameplay, and, no. and you know, there's a good chance you may think this one is overrated. But I'd say it has a really good chance of winning you over. I don't. Know. I think mm. if, you don't, if you didn't like the first one, you're going to hate the second one. <laughs> yeah, uh, fair enough. But, this, but then I guess similarly, on, you won't have that, that attachment to Joel. Say that like, again, sorry. You won't have that attachment to Joel if you hate the first one. Oh, this is true. This is true. Yeah, you, you may be you may emerge from the second game absolutely loving Abby. Yeah, and going, Abby. yeah she was brilliant. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, this from uh, Chris Bailey. Uh, it's an interesting one. Um, why do you think there's such a huge divide between journalist reviews of the game versus the general public? Uh, <laughs> and then Chris talks about the, the Metacritic. So I'll say first of all... Um, you kind of have to talk about the review bombing, first of all. Yeah, so absolutely. when you're talking about the fact that the Metacritic is currently at 94, but the user score is at 4.5, and Chris says uh, it, it reads like one had a totally different experience to the other. So we'll, we'll address the more interesting thing afterwards, but first of all, we should say, um, or I should say, and you guys let me know if you agree, um, rather than people having totally different experiences, I do think that a lot of that 
uh, was a lot of the review bombing was from people who, yeah. well, as Dan pointed out argue, earlier, couldn't have possibly yeah, have completed the exactly. game. And I would argue that most of them had no experience whatsoever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but, 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 and I think it was done for reasons, I think. Uh, it's been brewing on the internet since April, since the leaks. I think yeah. some people are so upset with Joel dying. Well, as or soon as people like uh, read or watched those spoilers, they'd mm. made up their mind. They're like, right, this game is shit. That's the end of mm. it. And yeah. I mean, most of the spoilers were just completely wrong. Yeah, we went through <laughs> yeah. them anyway. Yeah, they were. But yeah, the totally people were. still, you know, and it was decided that Naughty Dog has an agenda. Well, this is this is the thing. A lot of the people were very, very anti Abby, very anti Abby's body image. The idea that Abby yeah. could be, uh, you know, a muscular hero, or that could be strong, and 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 I, th- I think a lot of it. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of some of the stuff that that. Do you, remember, do you guys remember when Ghostbusters came out in like 2016? Yeah. Yep. And it was met with a, a hell of a lot of. It's, a, it's an interesting example. I actually didn't really enjoy that Ghostbusters film. It's a but, bad film. Yeah, I didn't like it, it either. Yeah. However, before it even you know came out, there was there was a sort of army of of basically just misogynists. I think just sort of trolls who yeah. just were completely anti the project for for those sorts of reasons. And I think I think it. Uh, I think with the Last of Us Part Two, there is going to be a big element of that. Um, so I so I, I mean, do you guys agree with that? Do you think that's a reasonable th- sort of th- theory as to, as to at least part of that disparity? Well, wasn't it um, four point five after ten hours? So, so it's something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, actually, I think it. a lot of it was even bef- before that, wasn't it? It was happening in the first hour or yeah. two. People yeah. Just sort of so it just goes to show they didn't play the game. So there must be an yeah. agenda. So. The people review bombing it. Uh, I, I feel like you're right. Fall into multiple camps. The ones that don't like the the strong female lead. The one that don't like Joel being killed because Joel obviously was like a, a massive character. Um, mm. But I also think there's a crowd as well that are like just some of the themes that they tackle in the game. Like they feel like oh they're no goes and yeah, take my yeah. politics out of video games, which is just bollocks. Yeah, this is the thing. I think there's m- not just misogynistic. Well, it makes me laugh. But- this is why video games in some ways remain a kind of stunted medium because oh go on that's mo- movies are given carte blanche to tackle anything they like but for some reason if it's a video game what you can't have politics oh mm. mate and let's sorry, be honest you can have whatever you want in a game politics have been a video game since the birth of video games exactly yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. You can't, I, I think i think it i think we should also say there's probably quite a large element of the probably homophobic transphobic there's, yeah. there's probably yeah. all sorts of unpleasant elements or people who've uh, i think uh, um one of the other things the, the two things that i did see in the leaks that were that did turn out to be true so joel's death was the main one um and i think the manner in which he was killed was leaked as well um and also i think there was a level list that leaked so people saw the names of the levels and saw that you were abby for half yeah, the game yeah. mm-hmm. um so i think i think that was the other thing so but so there is a there is the definitely i think the when talking about the metacritic i think you have to you have to touch on the idea that a lot of it's just bad faith however however there is always i think a really interesting um disconnect between professional critics um people who play a lot of video games people for whom um they may buy two or three games a year i mean games are really expensive and the last of us might be one of their big games um everyone comes at it from 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 such different perspectives i often think uh if if you know if you find yourself wildly disagreeing with a critic it's probably because um 
as as a critic, you play so many games. You play, you know, you don't just play The Last of Us. You play all the other stuff that came out that month or that week or whatever. So things that are different from a lot of other games, things that are that do things that, that, that you haven't seen, do things in a new way or that manage to shock you. Um, critics will have a different kind of criteria for the way that they appreciate certain games than that's a lot a really of people may have. So I think yeah. there is a natural divide there. Do, yeah. you, do, do you think that's fair? Yeah, and I think with critics as well, at some point you kind of have to remove emotion away from the, the topic, whereas if you're just playing a game, your views on the game will be pure emotion. How you mm. feel, how it's made you feel, whether you've been angry, sad, whether you're happy by the end of it, mm. whether you feel fulfilled. Whereas mm. as a critic, you're also trying to do, like, what's the structure, the pacing? Like, oh, the God, yeah, you're absolutely right. Stuff. Yeah, because of the criteria through, through which you do that for your review, you also have to look... Um, in quite careful ways at you know aspects of gameplay yeah. so so mm. if you, if you if you play this and you and you sort of take a lot of it for granted if you think oh i'm really angry that joel was killed um totally not over that um Mate, i get that you 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 may forego talking about well you know a lot of these mechanics are very very good you know the, yeah. the way that it handles combat and stealth and it's such a, a wide uh, uh compass i think when you talk about game and i guess the critic is professionally obliged to consider 360 degrees yeah. of it right yeah. and it's you, not all people have to and if you think about it the perfect example is me playing the game because i played it just after you guys me playing it and going fucking this is awful absolutely mm. hate this playing this abbey absolutely crazy mm. but by the time i got to the end and i had chance to kind of mull it over my opinion changed massively Whereas what you'll yes. find with people playing The Last of Us 2, the genuine people that played it and didn't like that Joel mm. died, they reacted in that moment. Yeah. And they were like, exactly. right, I'm going to the internet, I'm telling yeah. everybody I hate this because they've killed Joel. Yeah, 100%. And you know I think what? you kind of hit the nail on your head. Oh, hang on just a minute, Rich. I, was say, I think you... Go on. Oh, go on, go no, on, no, go no, on. No, you, yeah, go. you go on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, if you if you've finished the game and mm. you, know, you have got to the end and you watch the credits roll... And uh-huh. you still didn't like it. It wasn't mm. for you. That's fine. Don't be review bombing it though. Exactly. Just you know. Yeah, it's definitely at not least. One. <laughs> at least you've <laughs> given it a chance. Yeah, it's it's not. But I think Dan kind of hit the nail on the head uh, where he said, you know, there 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 is an element where you sort of take out the emotional aspect because the thing is, um, up for me, though it was really interesting. Ultimately, I was of the opinion that the, the Abbey stuff did not completely convince me. I, I did feel it was too long. I did feel that the pacing suffered. I, you know, but you still have to look at the whole thing. And, and I, I think my, in the end, you know, I, I, I reviewed it as it's an excellent game. It must be played. Um, yeah. It, it's a terrific piece of work. Do I have problems with it? Yeah, of course I do. I, it's very rare that a game is perfect. Yeah, I have problems with most games, but, <laughs> but that doesn't that doesn't damn the game for me at all. Um I will close on we have we have a final question from uh, regular uh, podcast listener uh, Michael mm-hmm. a different Michael to the other Michael uh, who said is it as overrated as the first one this Michael has uh, has played the game uh, and finished the game and okay. says uh, for me uh, the game falls apart in the second half as I found no way to reconcile with Abby if they had and this is really interesting actually because Michael kind of touches on an idea I don't know if I read Michael's tweet and stole his idea and I'm plagiarising Michael <laughs> or if me and Michael are on the same wavelength um, uh, if they'd have swapped her stuff to be at the start 
I could be engendered to her and then get the gut punch of her actions and I'd be more conflicted having spent all the time with her and the game would work better. Thoughts on that? Michael, I think I probably have stolen your idea. I probably read this tweet earlier. I think it's an excellent idea. I mean... I applaud them for doing it. It's very difficult to tell a, a story outside of a linear fashion, and also within thirty hours to fit in the volume that they did. Um, Wait, so however, I agree. I think I probably would have gotten gelled with a lot of the wolves more okay. if, that, if that was you know. But how do you feel? I don't know. Talk me through your timeline. What what are you moving around? So, are you, for start, instance, are you starting with the prologue? So what I would do, um, well, it's, it's difficult really because uh, first of all you have to decide what sort of game you get. So 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 the proposition that I made earlier, uh, as I say, would never happen, couldn't happen. No, but no, let's um, forget forget that proposition. You've got you've got the content for the game. You're the editor. You have to move it in an order. What order would you have it in? Well, I think in order to try to, uh, I would have uh, Abby. Uh, more or less in chronological order um, from st- from from start to finish, from, working from her way. Well, I think working her way, certainly working her way up uh, to killing Joel. But the the, the the trouble with it is, but that happens I before. Well, I, well, this is this is it. You'd you'd have to show. Um, I guess you'd have. My problem is because we are introduced to Abby after she's committed a really horrible act. I think the way that they've done it in the game, uh, I wouldn't necessarily want to reorder the, the game. But I think the point that, that that Michael is is making, and the point that I would go with was if we had a game where um, you were Abby and it took place over a span of of time when she was in the Wolves, and you learnt her friends as you know as characters and they were kind of given to you in a natural way and you were fighting against the seraphites and then there was a twist and a flashback towards the end of that game where you find out that her dad was a surgeon and maybe it's teased throughout the game that oh abby used to be a firefly ooh, and the twist at the end could be and joel's the one that killed her dad dun 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 and then it's like and then you know then she goes to kill joel or whatever and then actually the last of us part three is ellie and tells Ellie's story yeah, from that point yeah. of view because you know that way rather than chopping it all my, I guess the broader point is we're introduced to Abby and her compatriots as absolute villains and it, I guess what Michael's saying is you know maybe <clears throat> if we were introduced to them without that and then saw them become villains in a sort of freak twist but maybe that would have given us the, more that time that was the to, interesting thing for me is that you see this horrific brutal act yeah, and then you're like, hold on. So what? I'm I'm now playing as this character. Yeah, 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 yeah. It takes yeah. that kind of shock, but then mm. makes you warm to that character. And for me, actually, grow to kind of like and empathise with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I th- I, I think it works. It will work for some people uh, more than it more than it did for others. Isn't and certainly, like I would say that I did. By the end of the game, I you know I could certainly see Abby's point of view, but I, but I think in similar fashion to Michael, I was never really able to. But um, isn't that the point? I never. Yeah. I don't know. It's difficult to tell I if the point is that they they want you to fully empathise with Abby, or if they want you to never empathise with no, Abby. I mean, no. how did you read it? What what's your sort of take on it? In my head, the point was that not everything is black and white, and mm. first impressions are not what they seem. So mm-hmm. the order in my eyes is perfect. I mean, I, I probably would have moved a few of the flashbacks earlier into the game, but the actual oh, order yeah. of What's... Abby and Ellie I think is perfect because you you are taught to hate 
Abby, you, like this vengeance that Ellie feels, mm. you start to feel. But the, the, the point of it is that when you come to Abby, you're like, hold on a minute. Like, if we didn't know Ellie's story and Abby's dad was killed, then the story <laughs> is exactly the same. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. Did you guys ever play um, uh, The Lost and Damned, the the, yeah. the DLC for... Do you remember at the beginning of uh, GTA V when Trevor just brutally killed Johnny Clabbit? Yeah. Um, it would be... You'd get a really interesting thing. If, if you were playing The Last of Us Part Two Abbey Edition and it was just a 15-hour game and you thought all the way through that you were being introduced to brand new people, and of course you were... Um, but then the gut punch at the end and right at the end you think oh I really like this Abby person and then right at the end of the game she kills Joel and you go oh <laughs> like oh wait no I don't I don't like her at all <laughs> like what an ending that would be don't you think yeah. that wouldn't work though right that would actually make people more angry yeah actually oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe although yeah. I have to say I don't care about angry people at the minute because if they're going to review bomb stuff they can be as no, angry I don't, as they I don't, like I think I don't, that's silly I don't mean mm. those people I mean people like me who was angry at the fact that Joel was killed like obviously I feel like with the way, with the structure of the game that you got you hated Abby and then you grew to like her yeah. and yeah. almost like love her um, but if you'd have done that, you'd have spent twenty hours playing the game, liking Abby, only to hate yeah. her. And then, so, and that, but then, of course, the question would be: Would you hate her in the same way? I would, because yeah. when she's introduced as a flat-out villain and you have no idea who she is, it'd be kind of interesting to turn it on its head and go, "Well, actually, you do know who this person is, but they've just done something that you can't really forgive." But, I think you'd get the same dilemma, but you just get it on opposite ratios. Wouldn't, surely, wouldn't that be out of character then? <clears throat> Well, not if they revealed right at the end that actually this person she's been talking about all throughout the game is actually, you know, is is shock horror Joel, who you know from the first game but haven't seen for 15 hours. Yeah, but the thing is that we're talking about timelines as well and you'd end the game with a flashback? Well, you'd have to, before before you got right to the end, I reckon in like the penultimate scene, they could show, um, you know, the, the flashback with... Uh, revealing that her dad's the surgeon and then the, maybe the very end scene could be we got the mission clearance from Isaac we're going to go up north where it's really snowy and then you kind of realise as you're travelling there holy shit this is Jackson and then it kind of becomes you know, I mean, but yeah either way oh by the way I should say something that none of us have talked about um, Joel has a surname oh yeah Miller oh Miller yeah 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 what do you guys think of that and also did you know that was in the comics uh, but was never considered true canon, and then Naughty Dog made it canon. Well, it's silly, right? Because in the first game, if we'd have known that, you could have had um, every time you get into an encounter, he goes, "It's Miller time." I knew you were going to say that. Absolutely, <laughs> been great. Knew you were say that. <laughs> the, the Mr. Trick. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, I agree. Just the game, yeah. It's just yeah, Dan. Like, let's oh, get your take time. on Miller time. Do you think? <laughs> I mean, I think it's a very serious game with and that kind of comedic relief after every encounter would just be absolutely yeah. beautiful. No, before every encounter. <laughs> before. I would argue it's <laughs> maybe the only way that Naughty Dog could outdo their own masterpiece. Yeah. Well, The Last I of think. Us 3 is called It's Miller Time. <laughs> yeah. This time, it's Miller Time. Yeah. Oh, what do you think? Did we get a surname? We never got a surname for Ellie, did we? No, I don't think so. Golding? Yeah. Uh, very good. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, there was, there was rumours that the kind of mythical figure that the Seraphites uh, look up to is going to be Ellie's mum. Well, this oh, is wow. it. Kind of a I would love thing. to know who Ellie's mum is. 
And I'd love mm. to know about the origins of her immunity. That stuff fascinates me more than anything. Yeah, yeah. But mm. then I feel like, like we said, that's a, The Walking Dead, where they're like, uh, yeah, forget the cure. We can barely stay alive. Let's just stay yeah. alive. And I feel like that's where the world has got to. And I think Marlene said in the first game, you know, your mother was a very willful woman and she told me to, you know, to take care. So we kind of, we, it's hinted at that Ellie's mum was a firefly. Is she dead? Um, well, yes. Uh, Marlene does say that, that she told me to take care of you, you know, before she died. So, but she doesn't but, necessarily but, mean but they she could died. T- they could just pull, a, pull the rug out and go, actually, she didn't. Marlene was lying. Yeah, yeah well, the more you think about it, there's uncharted... Uh, Uncharted territory they could explore. No pun intended, actually. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. nice. And I did think as well, it was uh, a cool idea with the Seraphites, but I was under the impression that it, just as they were sort of teeing up Isaac, that they were also sort of, you know, you keep seeing these big murals everywhere of this mm. woman's face. And yeah. then the ultimate thing of, oh, actually, she's dead. And uh, they're kind of taking yeah. those beliefs and twisting Again. it. I was a bit like, oh, I thought we were going to get rival sort of cult figures, Isaac versus this yeah, woman. Mate, it never really happened. I tell you what, I would put money on it that that was part of the original storyline. 100%. This is why we're, I, earlier I was talking about um, you know, you don't want to play armchair developer, but I would love to have a look at the cutting room floor at the offices in Naughty Dog. Maybe they were like, shit, this is 30 hours already. How are we going to get in the Seraphite yeah. leader? How are we going to get more on Isaac? Like, yeah, for sure. Those two are just absolutely fascinating stories to me. And then <clears throat> nothing happens with either of them. To get Jeffrey Wright for two scenes, <laughs> I mean... I, I, well, look, I just love Jeffrey yeah, Wright. He's brilliant, but he must be—he must be like, damn, they cut, you know, they cut. Or maybe he's sitting pretty because he knows there's a big old Isaac DLC on. Oh, right? maybe. I'll tell you what, that'd be fantastic. But just mm. the two leaders. Yes, I'd be well up for that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Um, yeah, I think that'll probably uh, just about. Unless anyone has any pressing last-minute thoughts or reflections, you know, knowing that you can fully spoil it. I don't know. Is there anything else that occurred mm. to you guys? The only the only thing I'd say in closing is that it's a shame that such a great game has kind of been uh, kind of obscured by this sort of nasty, toxic discourse around it. Because, and I would um, follow that up, Rich, by saying that clearly is the minority because it was Sony's best-selling game, was it? Like yeah, yeah, fastest-selling. I think for like fastest selling game this generation possibly I think within it comes with a little caveat it's like in a, in a, in the span of a week or so something So can we can we surmise that common sense prevails in the end <laughs> hopefully I, I think uh, I, yeah it's all it's yeah go on It just goes to show you that what you hear and read on the internet does not speak for the majority of people This is this is the thing yeah you It's the silent majority right Sorry silent minority Okay yeah That's what I feel anyway it's the internet and it everyone it's easier yeah. to shout on the internet about outrage than to go actually guys I've got a point um, I yeah. think it was a very good game and then people are just going to shout you down and you're going to be like you know what I don't care yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's true true and like most most of my friends who are like texting me from uh, are just like they've, they've bought the game they haven't heard any of the discourse yeah, exactly. they didn't even know about the spoilers they're just like oh Lost of Us 2 yeah I've got a few mates yeah. like that as well and they're really enjoying it uh, yeah. and they can't believe it and they're like oh my god it's like it's like a, a season of Game of Thrones and I'm like I envy those people <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yes. All right. Well, I guess that will just about do us. Uh, if you uh, have any, well, I guess if you have any extra questions, don't not email them in. We could maybe have a little cheeky little spoiler segment on the main pod if there's any little straggler questions. Yeah. But um, thanks as ever to you know for, for listening. Sorry if we spoiled anything for you, but I mean you really shouldn't have clicked on it. It's your it, fault. Yeah. It's we, called a spoiler cast. Yeah. It's right. called a spoiler <laughs> that was, cast. There's yeah. a big clue there. <laughs> big clue, big clue. Uh, if you've listened through to the end as well, I mean, what what you what were you thinking? Well, this is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I, oh man, Joel I, died. I've been Josh Wise, uh, and will continue to do so. Hit me up at Joshy Wise on Twitter. Uh, Rich has been Richmond as he always is. Yeah, and uh, we'll, he's, we'll he's continue Rich, to Richie be. W8 too. Yeah, thanks. Are you going to get onto Twitter about changing your handle to Richmond? No, I think okay. he, I think he can do it without speaking to Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they allow oh, okay. that. I think we should look into this. Yeah. Yeah. Rich, uh, Rich and Dan, Walker. actually, Dan, what is your Twitter? I think it's underscore Dan Webb. It is. That's a good. That's a good handle. It's just, mm. it's, it's you know. Is it lim- a, hand, a handle? Going. A well, handle that you can hand- handle. Well, the the name is common as shit. Right. <laughs> so, I was yeah, too, I, too. I think you, you should change it to the World Wide Web. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you very name. much. Uh, Blast of Us is a good game you should play it and have some thoughts about it of your own probably don't review bomb it Uh, (laughs) it's goodbye from me goodbye it's goodbye from Rich bye it's goodbye from Dan Webb goodbye